Hey crew, back on the podcast today. Thanks for tuning in. I've got lovely M join me today. We're going to speak a bit about being bullied in school, what both got us into fitness, uh, even the sort of for M, and a bunch of other things. So um, thanks for listening. All right, so M, uh, yourself, you got bullied through high school? Yeah, so for me, it was um, being bullied, calling like fat and I got called pizza face a lot as well because I had cystic pimples. Kids are horrible, eh? Yeah. That's so mean. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, And, like, sort of looking back now, like, it's... What people were picking on me for is so minute. Like, you look at kids these days and you're just like, how can you pick on somebody for that? Like, it's, it's hormones. We grow up. Yeah. And it's just, yeah... Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, like for me, it was uh, I was a bigger kid in high school, as in like taller, and so the older kids used to pick on me to want to fight. Growing up in New Zealand, and it's like their way of dealing with the insecurities was try find the biggest kid at school and try to beat them up <laughs> uh, to make them feel selves feel better. Really? Yeah, that's that was a, that's the thing, right? Um, which comes down to a lot for kids, right? With bullying, it's just uh, their own insecurities stemming mm. out to want to have to attack someone else. Yeah. Which, um, you know, in your case, triggered an eating disorder. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, probably from year 10, let's say from year 10 to year 12, um, I went through, yeah, as you said, an eating disorder. So, I was diagnosed with anorexia. To start with, and then that sort of fed into being uh, bulimic as well. So I ended up in hospital. My mum took me to the hospital because I just wasn't eating. Um, so do you used to drink like banana milk for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my oh, like that's a pretty solid breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the classic banana milk. Yeah, and it wasn't the, it wasn't the big ones. It was always the like the smaller the smaller ones. I love how the coffee cup you're holding is called banana. Milk. I know. I looked at that before <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> yeah. So I would have um, a banana milk for my breakfast. And then I would go to school and I wouldn't eat anything like recess or lunch or anything like that. All my friends would go over to the little corner deli and stuff. They'd get their um, chips, cheese and gravy. Yum, at high school. No, yeah. Yum. Yuck. I was, I was looking at it and I'm just like, it's, it's too much. Like too much. It was too moisty. I'm just like, yeah, that can't do um, but yeah, when I get home, like I would just have some scrambled eggs and that would be it. And that went on for ages. Um, and I mean, I'm not the tallest person. I've been this height, 160 centimeters, literally since year seven. Yeah. So, um, when I was in hospital, they diagnosed me with anorexia and I was 47 kilos. Um, <clears throat> they tried to, was it sustagen? Drinks, yeah, sustain, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, don't like you can't, you can't force it on somebody because it just mm. makes them sort of rebel more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I um, so yeah, um, tried to get medical counselors. I think I went to one counselor to speak to them about it. It's hard when you're a kid, eh? Because you yeah. don't know, like, who are you? What do you mind? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, if I'm like, why do you care? I can't even speak to my mum about it. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to speak to you. I, sat, I think I sat there and was just like, I'm wasting time here. Like, yeah. no. Um, 
and I think it's hard as well. Like, as I said, like I couldn't even speak to my mum about it. Like I love my mum to bits. Would tell her literally anything now. But I think there's like that age gap or I don't even know how you would explain it. Like my mum's rather old fashioned. Yeah, she doesn't really believe in anxiety. She doesn't really believe in depression and Yeah, there's things that just weren't talked about. Yeah. 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 So for I think for for my mum like seeing her daughter go through what I went through, um, it was I mean it, 100% like if I ever had a kid, not that I want kids, um, and I've seen that, like you would, you'd freak out, do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't know how to handle that. So I think it was hard for my mum to sort of see what was going on and she would try and force me to eat and everything like that just made me more um, recluse, or how, how you say that word? Like, I just sort of shut down even more. I got you, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, living in the little small town that we did live in, in South Australia, so Murray Bridge, um, the very first 24-hour gym opened up, and it was Snap Fitness, so I joined there. Became a cardio queen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cardio bunny. I, I forgot, we should probably mention, too, what is your business page, and what do you do? Oh, okay, so um, Fortitude Fitness, yeah. but spelt with the four, like the actual number four, Fortitude Fitness, four. yeah, yeah. Uh, so personal trainer, I also do massage therapy as well. Yeah. Um, it's a good skill to have mixing two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something I did like way back when I first started PD courses, do massage as well, just because... Use that real good understanding of like um how muscles work. Oh, 100%, points, like yeah, understanding on. the anatomy of stuff. <laughs> 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. So joined the gym and was cardio queen, but I've I always went when nobody else was there because yeah. I didn't want people to see me. Do you know what I mean? You would like, be like seventeen, I suppose. Like yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. Baggy clothes and all. Yeah. 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 Um, I used to fit in kids' clothes too. Like, I had this photo. I was going through my old Instagram the other day, and I just found all these photos. So I used to work in hospitality, right? Um, and we had this pyjama party night at the pub, and I just couldn't fit into normal adult clothes. So I remember going to the kids' section, and there was these onesies, and I bought, like, this full <laughs> kit out of this onesie. And yeah, I found the picture, and I'm just looking at myself, and I'm like, that's... That's me. <laughs> like, looking back at that, thinking to myself, like, in that moment, everybody was calling you fat. Yeah. Like, you're fat, blah, blah, blah. And I, I look at it and I just think to myself, you're a very sick person here. Like, yeah. two very different people. Yeah. Two very different people. Like, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know, the gym, like, as an outlet for myself, like, it wasn't the cardio. Like, cardio was cool then, but it didn't help me. If anything, it actually made me decline more. Yeah. Um, Because you found an outlet to burn more energy. Yeah. And then you still weren't eating. (laughs) So, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. So. I think it's for a lot of girls, eh? They go through that. And they, they go to the gym, they start working out, they think they're doing healthy for themselves, but when mm. you're not refueling or replenishing the body of nutrients, yeah, it's yeah. very detrimental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you find that affected mental health? Um, 
Jesus Christ, my mental health was pretty trash at that point anyways. <laughs> um, foggy. It's mm. probably the best way to explain it. Um, I was also going through depression and anxiety at that stage as well. One of my um, oh, ex-partner mm. uh, committed suicide Shit, in that year as yeah. well. So I was sort of dealing with that and... Um, going like family was going through divorce as well and hormones at that age as well and it was just a lot it's a messy situation for any teenager yeah yeah Yeah, it was it was a lot yeah um yeah Mm. so i didn't really have anybody to speak to um mum didn't understand my sister was off doing her own thing and felt really I don't know, alone, I guess is probably, like, the best way to explain it. Like, just alone and had really nobody to talk to. was not popular in school by any means. Mm. Um, as I mentioned to you, like, earlier, like, we, as I grew up, like, um, me, my sister and my mum got kicked out by my biological father. Um, so when you were in year five? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's hard, eh? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and he was a very wealthy man, like, but just didn't care for us. Like, he would spend all his money at the pub. And then when he'd come home, pissed as a mute, would abuse my mum. I don't think he was ever, like, fist physical with her, but I know, like, he would grab her and push her around and get in your face. He used to stand on our feet so we couldn't get away. Yeah, yeah. I remember this one time, like, I came out because he was yelling at mum for something. I don't know what, probably didn't cook his dinner right or something. And I just remember yelling, like, stop yelling at my mum. He grabbed this, like, slab of cheese. Not sliced cheese, a slab of cheese. <laughs> Eyeballed me and I'm just like, okay, i got to run now. i got to get out of this situation. I love that you just laugh about it. And he ditched it. Yeah. me and like as I jumped into my room like it smacked onto the back wall and I'm just like oh yeah you gotta laugh about it yeah 100% like yeah. <laughs> obviously as a kid like I was petrified like yeah, yeah. but yeah the slab of cheese I'll, I'll never ever forget the slab of cheese and I remember I think I don't know if it was that same night but the next morning there was a sausage in the <laughs> Mum made I think we had a barbecue or something that yeah. night and so our kitchen bench was sort of like in an L shape. Yeah. And we had a little uh, teaspoon section in like near the, the kettle. Mm. And he must have bounced this fucking sausage because it's landed into the teaspoons. And I remember making like a Milo in the morning and being like, why is there a sausage in here? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my oh. God. Anyways, yeah, so he would spend all of his money at the pub. Yeah. And my poor mum was working not the greatest job. He would give her, I think, $200 to give give four of us food. So me and my sister, my mum, him, clothe me and my sister, mm. feed me and my sister. Um, we were never... Um, allowed to do any sport either as kids so like I've never played any sport as a kid yeah um 
oh, I remember in high school, I hated my PE teacher. Oh. Funny now, because, like, you know, you're a I know, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> like, people you hated hate. my yeah. PE teacher. Have you ever thrown cheese at anyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> Throw it at me. <laughs> Slap me with cheese. <laughs> yeah, oh, I hated my PE teacher with an absolute passion. She was a dog. But yeah, as I said, like, that's what I do now. Like, oh. I, and I am studying to be a PE teacher as well. Yeah, <laughs> I love not. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I, I played netball in high, in, not high school, but like, just out of high school, I started to play netball. Apparently, netball is a non-contact sport. That's I full on, eh? I beg to differ. That's so oh, true. Every God. game I've watched is brutal. Yeah. Just like flying onto yeah. the concrete. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. I would get like elbows into my kidneys and everything. And I'm just like, how are you not calling this? <laughs> like, and I do it and I would get called. So I was like, no, I'm out. I'm not playing. Oh, it's a good metaphor for life though. Yeah. <laughs> Same fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. got to carry on. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing you're talking about there with father. Like, um, similar to myself, grew up in a broken home, but it was actually my mother that was abusive to my father. Oh wow! Um, uh, because my dad was just very. He was a very introverted, kind, sensitive type yeah. person, um, which was very rare for you know going back like yeah. sixty now. So it's very rare for him growing up. Yeah. My mother was very dominated and manipulative, and like we used to watch them getting some rows, and she'd just try to beat the shit out of them. It was just horrible to watch as a kid. Yeah, and so like now, you know, I've got a 10-year-old daughter, but it's just like mm. everything I try to do is just try, I mean, you never get it perfect in life, but you try to just set a good example. You try oh, to do right. you just yeah. like, yeah. So I just think that, like you said, plays such a vital role from such a young age to mm. give them, you know, give them the love and support. Because really, that's it. Just be there, give them what they need, make sure they're in bed and tired and they're fed. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And as I said to you earlier, like, they have done the research and it's from the age of seven right up until 15. Mm. That's the most crucial point in a kid's life as they grow up because what happens to them within that period sticks with them. And if it's not resolved or if it's not worked on, it can really mess that kid up. And if they go on and have other kids, well, then the pattern just sort of follows. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, that's hectic. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, no, it's okay. Like that, uh, I look back at it and because of that lack of support from my parents, I actually mm. went through, um, you'll hear this on other podcasts or other videos I've done on Instagram, but I went through a meth addiction as well, um, where I ended up being homeless, like pretty much after she was born. Um, I became very uh, like violent and abusive myself, yeah. um, fueled in meth rages, and her mother was obviously not allowed to see Eva when she was born, wasn't allowed to see her mother and ended up being homeless and yeah, it was just very, it just shows when you don't have that sport mm. how, you know, Australia life can go off track. Um, so yeah, being able to come back from things like that, it just builds good character, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. We never expected that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and going back to it, like, you know, when you're, when you're in high school and you get that sort of, if you're not getting it from home, that love and support, then you get that double, you know, slap in the face mm. of hatred at high school of other people's insecurities. It's like, far out. Yeah. 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 I can definitely say that uh, the gym and fitness and just being any form of physically active has saved my life multiple times. Like, yeah. multiple times. I... 
Um, obviously, like I said before, like having depression and anxiety. When my ex committed suicide, we weren't together at the time. Um, it still but, takes its toll. Yeah. It's like you're not yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was honestly the happiest kid I've ever met. Like, the happiest kid you would never know. And that's what I think hits the most as well because you, you just you just don't know. Mm. And if people don't speak up about it, yes, it, we fall through the cracks. Do you know what I mean? Big time. Like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> going through that with myself, like, um, I hope my mum doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, like I've been suicidal a couple times, um, and if we sort of fast forward to like the last couple years, speaking of COVID, um, and how the gym for me was my outlet with absolutely you everything. Yeah. yeah. I was in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah. So for me, like everybody was like, oh, just go for runs, do some push-ups, do some pull-ups. I'm thinking to myself, if you told me to do oh, one more push-up, I'm going to do some burpees. It sounds great. Far okay. out. Like, yeah. you guys don't understand. Some people just, and it's, that's it, like, some people just don't understand. Mm. Like, I I got that affected by it. I convinced myself, oh, this is, this is, this is going to be real, because I didn't say anything like this on Saturday. Oh, okay. I got that affected by it. So, yeah, I was living in Melbourne. Um, my housemate didn't speak to me for six weeks. So, and I lived in Melbourne by myself. Well, didn't have any family or anybody there. Did you guys get in a fight? No, he, I don't know. I think he was probably going through his own shit as well. Um, I'd always invite him out to go for walks and stuff, but he would never come out for walks. Um... So I just took that on board and I thought it was my fault. You know As you do, I mean? yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, and, yeah, I literally convinced myself that I had a split personality disorder. And I coming, like, I'm, I ended up having to move back to South Australia. I moved in with my mum and my sister. And it's probably the best place you could go during that time. Yeah, I, I, I was was much more comfortable with my sister. Um, my sister did witness me sort of go through one of those personalities that I said that I had. Um, the only way I can explain it is like I've got I'm better now, <laughs> um, but like says the one side. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, Other side's like she's not that she's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like a little kid. Yeah. Um, uh, a very, very angry, dominant sort of side. Good for training, that side. And Yeah, and I think that one is the one that does come out when I do train. Um, and then there's, like, your general normal me when we're all happy family, yeah. yeah? But my sister, oh, my gosh, my sister witnessed the, as I like to say, the child that came out and... Uh, it's honestly it's a it's a roller coaster ride because I can't control it. It's I'm literally I feel like I'm having a back seat in in myself, just watching myself go, and I'm just like, what is going on? The um, rationality of the situation, like yeah, you can see it, but you yeah. can't rationalize with yourself. Yeah, I mean, back. I also yeah. have ADHD as well, yeah. so. <laughs> 
that just absolutely amplified. And I remember just when it finally was over, I needed to sleep. I just needed an absolute, I, I needed to nap. And I slept for about six hours. Um, and that was a constant up down roller coaster, up down roller coaster. So, whoa, geez. So, when did I start training? 2012 mm, was when so I yeah. started training. And then having it taken away from me in an instant. Having no control over it, too. Yeah, I yep. had no control, none. So, trying to get gym equipment was next to impossible. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And being that that was my business as well, like mm. I work at, I worked out of a gym. Yep. So, make money, make a living, that all disappears. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my self worth, my actual reason for living was taken away from me. Yeah. And, there was days where, like, I would I'd wake up and I I would feel like I just didn't even exist. Like you would go through stages of not knowing um, what day it was, what's going on, and just painful. Eh? So painful. I, I can't yeah. I can't explain. No, you can't. You can't explain how. I it felt feels. like right. I would wait. I was I was in a dream, a constant dream, mm. and it wasn't until probably last year, October, where it hit me the most, yeah. and I was in a very very downward spiral at that point. Um, I. My, my bank account was declining mm. hard. Um, living in a state back in South Australia at this point where I didn't, didn't enjoy it. want to be. Like, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to be there. Um, and just going through a lot of emotions, like, and being so uncertain about everything. Yeah. Um, uh, my... My headspace was a mess. I remember contacting my best friend and just saying to her that, like, I think I need to admit myself into a mental home. That's... Which is hard to do, like, to admit that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, But I had that constant, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, because I want to be a PE teacher. I want to work in schools, yeah. Help kids. I want to help kids. Help those kids that were like you in school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you see what them I struggling. You're like, hey, let me help you. Yeah. Yeah, to support you. Um, and I just had that constant, like, you can't, you can't admit yourself into a mental home because that's going to be on a record. Mm-hmm. So my, I, I actually ended up moving in with my best friend. And honestly, if it wasn't for my best friend, I, again, wouldn't be here. Like, my best friend has saved my life multiple times. Like, I, I remember having a conversation with her and just saying to her, like, I I don't want to be here anymore. Um, sorry? No, you're okay. Well, I'm glad you are, because you're such a good personality to be around. 
You're so like bubbly and bright. And, uh, <sighs> yeah, well, that's part of the ADHD, which I have too. Yeah. Um, which is great for when you need to get things done, but really horrible when you need to try to focus on one thing. Um, oh, yeah. So bad. <laughs> oh. Trying to focus on just one one simple task can be yeah. like, oh, look, a shiny thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like me in this cushion. <laughs> she walks in there and she's like, this is very soft. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's why I haven't moved there. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh. Yeah, I just remember saying to my best friend, like, I don't want to be here anymore. But, you know, like how some people, there's, there's, there's always two sides of suicide, yeah? That's true, yeah. You, I, well, I've evaluated it so many times, but the person who does commit suicide, they don't want to be here, yeah? And then you've got the people that they leave behind. And some people be like, oh, they're a selfish person for, for doing this. Well, actually, you're a selfish person for wanting them to be in a place where they don't, where they don't want to be. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. So I had that constant fight with myself. Like, um, obviously, like, I've got my mum... My, my my sister, my nephew. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just love you. For a very for long, yeah. long time. Like, my nephew is eight. I love him to pieces. <laughs> for a very long time, my nephew um, was the reason that I stayed. Because <sighs> he was born in 2013. Um, and that was when I was going through the whole anorexia and depression. And I was living with my sister and my brother or at the time. So my nephew was an anchor for me here. And then, yeah, my best friend. No, I cannot, I can't thank her enough for sort of talking me, talking me out of the situation. Like she said to me, oh, I remember like clear Isabel, like it was yesterday. She's like, if, if you don't want to be here, she said, that's fine. She said, I will always love you, regardless if you're here or not. Aww. Like, I will always love you. <sighs> and she was like, I don't want to be that selfish person. Because I, so I said to her, I gave her that. She's like, it's selfish for me to want to go. Yeah. But it's also selfish for you guys to want me to stay. Yeah, I get you. And hard place, eh? Like such mentally. a hard place. Yeah. Like, I like um, I've been there too when I was uh, out of my mind, left out, and I just didn't feel like I could ever go back to being a normal person again. Yeah, I could never imagine my life to what it is today. Back then, I just thought I was so far down a hole, and I was so trapped. Yeah, there's no way out. Yeah, I, like, I, I just want to end it. Like, yeah, it's a trap door. Yeah. You just can't door. see any light at the end yeah, of the tunnel. Yeah, um, yeah. So I remember that feeling, and it's it's so crushing. It's so soul crushing. I just the pain of being alive is worse than yeah. what the pain of not being here would be. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. So I do do resonate with that. And uh, I remember I saw something with Keanu Reeves with an interview, and he yeah. got asked, "What do you think happens when you die?" And he said, "The people that love us will miss us." Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's beautiful." I was like, "Exactly." Good reason to stay. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then 
what, what happened after that? Like, I lived with my best friend. I lived in her basement. I have lived in some weird places, let me tell you. <laughs> and I love it. Like, I, I would not have it any other way. Somebody asked me um, the other day, if I could go back and change anything in my life, would I change it? And I straight up, nah. Yeah. Why? Because I wouldn't be the person that I am today. 100%. Like, I feel you. We go through stages in our lives. Go through shit, come out the other side. Yeah, yeah. Stronger, like, better. everything happens for a reason. Like, everything happens for a reason. Like, and I will be saying that literally to the day that I die because yep. there's a little honey bug here. <laughs> um, it, it does. Like, little, little tiny things. There's domino effects mm. to them. Agreed. The domino effect to it all, and I do not regret anything that I have done because, as I said, like I wouldn't be the person that I am. I would not be the person that I am today. The the shit that happened to me as a kid, as awful as it was, and where I went on my journey through that, like again, I wouldn't be the person that I am today, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to help people the way that I do yeah, help people. Exactly. Like, yeah. I have, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's written across my forehead, but like people come to me with issues yeah. and I just, I don't judge them. Like I'm, I'm literally just this little open book, like come to me, I'll, I'll do my best to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Makes a good coach. Oh my gosh. Um, I went up to Brizzy a couple of weeks back to spend time with my he's not really my brother but I would call him my brother um, and a couple of his friends were going through some pretty serious serious stuff mm. um, they've got daughters um, some sons they got actually a big family a family of five children um, and the two daughters for the past three years have been sexually abused by a family member, his fuck. friend. Yeah, fuck. Um, yeah. And so the youngest, she was nine. She's now 12. Oh, Jesus, yeah. 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 And she opened up to me, like just literally just opened up to me. And mom, their mom, her mum and dad came up to me and they said she's never opened up to anybody like the way she's opened up to oh, you. Sweet. And yeah. I was like, well, what did you talk to her yeah all I did was talk to her Sometimes and listen to them yeah because like you know a lot of the time it's like I think it's like 75 or 70 percent of sexual assaults happen within someone known to the family yeah. or close by yeah and a lot of time like this happened to my because uh, I'm one of seven and, oh my gosh really yeah and That's my <laughs> second youngest but my oldest sister yeah she got uh, she got sexually assaulted or abused by one of my older brothers Oh, and she yeah. told my mum, my mum didn't believe it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the times it's like, you know, they might try to say something, and my parents are like, oh, that didn't happen, or don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah. Which is horrible, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's full on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, That's poor crazy. girl. I... Yeah, anyway, so um, going on to it, what's, uh, I suppose, what's your message to give to the young version of yourself and other young girls listening? Because there's a lot of girls that listen to this who are probably going through, or even parents of young girls who are listening to this, go through eating disorders and go through cr- terrible times. What's your advice to them? 
find somebody that you can talk to, like whether it's uh, a parent, a sister, a cousin, a family member. Uh, if you're in school, utilize the people that are at school, like go see your counselor, go see your vice principal, your principal, or even your favorite teacher. Like back in the back back then, like mine was definitely not my PE teacher, so I would not speak to them. It would be my English teacher. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, English teachers are so sweet. My English teachers so are great. Yeah. <laughs> um, All my favourite teachers were English teachers. <laughs> yeah. Just... And find a way that... You've got to find the reason why. Mm. Yeah. Like, for me, my training, why do I train? It's I know my reason is for my mental health. Yeah. That's my why. That's why I do it. It's not because I want to compete. I, I did compete and I'm a sore loser. Came second. Yeah, when uh, did you compete in? Um, I competed in 2016. Yeah, what federation was that? Uh, it was A and B. Oh, yeah, A and B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so they still around now? Yeah, but not in Western Australia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. that comps, yeah. Yeah, so I competed um, in figure and... Uh, yeah, got second and third for South Australia and then second and third for Australia. But, like, yeah. I'm that person that's like, if I'm not first, I'm last. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not first, you're the first loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I hung hung my bikini up and I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> and I think, like, touching base on that as well, like, a lot of girls, please, don't just compete because... You want to get on stage. Yeah, agree. You I need to understand. understand. You need to understand the mental toll that it takes on you. Yeah. Because if you're, for me, it's my background, like eating disorder. Triggers things like that. Hundred percent. Like that. I think that's where my bulimia stayed the most. Yeah. Um. Through through that. Um. And body dysmorphia. Mm. You got to take that on board. Like. Body dysmorphia is a real thing, and it's not just in females; it's in males as well. Um, and social Reason media. I keep training. Yeah, I'm like I'm never big enough. Literally, I'm never big enough. One of my clients was like, "I swear your scales are off in the gym. It's half kilo heavier." I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, Yeah, social media now as well. Like, you need to be able to put a barrier between yourself and everyone else, and everybody else. One hundred percent. Like, I don't have my own personal account. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Snapchat. The only social media platform I do have is for my business. Yeah, that's it, and it's. I sort of strip it down to like, what, like with um, Snapchat, we have filters. What for? Like, what's the point? Speaking of look like a puppy, apparently. Yeah, but and and um, Instagram. Everybody uses a filter. I'm sorry. Punch the filters. Though. I am sorry, but to me, a photo is for a memory. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I take yeah. a photo. It's because I want to remember this moment. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I don't want to take a selfie of myself with this filter, which completely changes my facial structure. Like, that baffles me. Like, you'll take a picture and you'll be like, oh my God, I look so hot in this picture. Then you'll look at yourself in the mirror and they're two different people. Yeah. Two very different people. I love how you're a real estate. A lot of people. A lot of people. I just like. 100%. 100%. Like, 
like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here. People that can't see me. I have a little bit of Botox. I have my lips done. But it's not... And she has a torn hammy. Yeah. It's so fun to through. watch her watch. Watch her walk. <laughs> but, like, I don't, I don't do it because, um, like, I want to... I do it for myself. Mm. But I'm open about it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, for example, like a lot of people think that I'm on steroids. If I was on steroids, I would be much bigger than I am. Your voice would be a lot deeper too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my name's Em. <laughs> I like to lift. And I kind of take it as an insult. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but like, what? I don't know why people assume things about people's medical choices. Yeah. It's just, it's so silly. Yeah. Oh, like I don't mind. Like if you're if you're on, if you're on the gear, mate, go go hard, mm. go on it. Like, but be open about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's the thing. Like going back to filters and stuff. If you're going to use them, make sure that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know the difference. Yeah. yeah. Because if you continuously use a filter, you're lying to yourself, True and that's good. the worst thing that you can do. Because if you lie to yourself. You're lying to everybody else. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you are... You you spend 90% of your life... It's actually probably 100% of your life... With yourself. Yeah. And if you're not kind to yourself... Who are you kind to? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. Like, you, 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 have to, you have to be so kind to yourself. And like, going through the shit that we went through... If I continuously believed the shit that was being said to me and what I was saying to myself, I would be a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Mm. Like, I... To me, honestly, social media is cancer. And if if I didn't need it for my business, Mm. I wouldn't have it. Mm. And that's that's a good thing, like... um as knowing that, right, is you're able to portray a real message and you're able to portray a real image. And that's what people love. Like a lot of what I try to do with my brand is be as authentic as possible. Yeah. Because it just cuts through all the bullshit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Don't, I don't fluff. And mm. I actually said this the other day to one of my friends. Like, I am that brutal friend that everybody wants, but nobody... Like, sorry, hang on. <laughs> I'm that brutal friend that everybody wants... <laughs> they, but can't they, have it. they can't have it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they just don't like Too it. Too like, sensitive. <laughs> yeah, somebody will come. Be, they'll come out and wear it, and I believe like, can't wear that. You're like your calves are smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I honestly like that's the first thing I look at. Is calves. Yeah. And teeth. I'm yeah. like, hey, you're good. You got good calves. Good teeth. We on. <laughs> oh, love that. Yeah. I, uh, so I don't fluff. There's no sugar. Talk coating. about fluff. Look what you've done to my carpet. The carpet? Fluffing my carpet issues. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what? What do you keep like? I don't know what you're doing. It's like you're about to take off. <laughs> I'm going for a run. Sorry. Ah, you're okay. Oh, bloody hell. That was good. I think that was a good podcast. That was a good episode. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Derailed <bad>. hard. Derailed. <laughs> Derail everything. Ah, that was good. I think that was a good one. Well, guys, well, thank you for tuning in to the Lifted Podcast. I'm going to drop M's uh, hashtag, what is it, no, Instagram handle for a business down on the page. Is that what you want down there? Yes, please. Yep, yep. So if you want to find her, go give her a follow. If you want to train with her, she's training out of, where are you working out? Uh, So I work out of Revo Fitness here in Western Australia. Yeah. My main club is at Myrie, but I can go, yeah. Uh, You have my friend Joe there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe's our PT. We've yeah. done uh, we've done about three or four podcasts on this uh, on this channel. Oh, really? Yeah, we've done a few. Eh? We, we usually just do talking shit ones. We just like <laughs> take the piss out of something. Really? Yeah, we did oh, a I whole like hour and a half on um, multi level marketing. Okay. Schemes and things like how bullshit they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Shit. Well, thank you for tuning in, crew. I'll let you sign out. Thank you. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>